Hello, this is Paul Derringer. And this is Alton Derringer. We are two of the Derringer brothers. A shout out to Brother Dave. And you are listening to Derringer Discoveries. Where we take you, the listener, on a journey. A musical journey. Listeners, for today's episode, we are going to try something a little different. Yes, we are, and we hope you like it. You'll have to let us know. For this episode, we are going to introduce you to a band that may have previously flown under the radar. Yes, indeed. However, the folks in this band have threads running throughout the music industry. Many of the members have played and recorded with some of the biggest names in the business. And one is even an offspring of rock and roll royalty. Listeners, if you don't already know about this band, let us introduce you to Ola Bell. But first, do we have any letters from our listeners? Yes, Alton. Derringer Discovery's listener feedback. Roxanne. Roxanne! From Alabama indicated that she is a new listener. Hello, Roxanne. She wrote to say that she enjoyed our episode on David Bowie, episode 24. Roxanne said we were comical. Comical, Alton. Is that a good thing? Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> she said we were comical, and our delivery was creative. Now, I like that part. Indeed. Roxanne also commented that we are teaching her lots of interesting music facts that she didn't know. See, Paul, we are making the world a better place. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> Alton, you're right. We're making the world a better place. Roxanne noted that she will share Derringer Discoveries with her friends in Alabama. So you know what that means. We now have listeners in Alabama. And she indicated that she will keep listening. Thanks, Roxanne. Paul, who's next? We heard from Hall Spencer of Charlottesville, Virginia. Whoa, whoa. We're not supposed to use the last names of our listeners, Paul. True, but we make an exception if the listener is a recording artist whose name is already public. So, is Hall Spencer a recording artist? No, no he's not. But he is a published author. So, our exception applies to anyone who is essentially a public figure. Exactly. Hall Spencer is the author of an engrossing book called Summer of Hate. He wrote to say that he enjoyed our episode on Sticks, episode 22. And he said, you ready for this, Alton? He said, congratulations on the new Derringer brother. Thanks for listening, Halls. It's great to be noticed. Alton, we also heard from John Tyler Wiley from the Washington, D.C. area. Is he a recording artist? Yes, he is. Hence, we're giving his full name, John Tyler Wiley and his Virginia Choir. That's the name of the band. They have a song, I Won't Miss You. I won't miss you. The song is on the Turnip Music Radio Top 25. But what did Mr. John Tyler Wiley have to say? He wrote to say that he noticed that his song was on the Turnip Music Radio Top 25. Roger that. Understand. And he wrote to basically say thanks. 
So listeners, you can listen to John Tyler Wiley and his Virginia Choir on Turnip Music Radio. Their single, I Won't Miss You, is on there. And guess what? You can find it on the new Derringer Discoveries website. And listen, while you're there, please sign up for our Derringer Discoveries newsletter to receive excellent information and interesting insight about artists such as John Tyler Wiley and his Virginia Choir. Paul, it looks like you've got a number of additional letters to read. You saw the stack that I came in with today, right? I did, but I think you should hang on to them until our next episode. Listeners, you heard Alton. He wants me to hang on to your letters. So if you haven't heard your letter yet, don't worry. We intend to read your letter on a future episode. And listeners, I hope you'll hang out to listen to this episode's post-episode bonus where we feature a fantastic duo from New Haven, Connecticut called Goodnight Moonshine. Down in the village, we were listening to a band. Hi, this is Molly. Hi, I'm Evan, and we're Goodnight Moonshine. You reached out for my hand. And by the way, Alton, no one is going to jump the shark today. And listen, if they don't jump the shark, then I guess they can't cross the Rubicon. Crossing the Rubicon is reaching the point of no return. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. In 1999, in Manhattan's east side, At the intersection of East 9th Street and Avenue C, a small, divey corner tavern established a Sunday night tradition of open mic live music that attracted alt-country artists willing to play music all night for drinks and tips. The bar, called 9C for obvious reasons, is now closed. However, during the aftermath of 9-11, when the people of America came together in face of a common enemy, these Sunday night sessions became indispensable to the locals who were seeking peace, comfort, camaraderie, and revival. These musical gatherings soon transitioned into old-time gospel sessions and became known as Sunday School for Sinners as many musicians came and played old gospel, spiritual, and country songs which everyone and anyone could join in on. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, Elijah Rock, come and Paul, there were six or seven musicians who joined in the sessions almost every week. Six of these musicians soon coalesced into a band and they named their band Ola Bell. The band Ola Bell took their name after an influential Appalachian songwriter, Ola Bell Reed. The members of the band are all highly talented singers and multi-instrumentalists. They hailed from the U.S., Canada, and Australia. The band consisted of Fiona McBain, Glenn Patcha, Byron Isaacs, Jimmy Zhivago, Tony Leone, and Amy Helm. 
Listeners, Amy Helm is the daughter of Levon Helm, and you will know Levon Helm. He was the drummer and one of the vocalists for the band called The Band. I pulled into Nazareth, was feeling about half past dead. I just need some place where I can leave my head. Hey, wasn't that Bob Dylan's band? That sure was. That was Bob Dylan's band. And then they became a band in their own name, but they just kept with the band. Sounds like a good idea to me. But you know what? I guess that makes Amy a descendant of rock and roll royalty. Since being an Ola Bell, Amy has launched a successful solo career. She is still very involved in Levon Helm Studios in Woodstock, New York, and she is a member of the Midnight Ramble Band with former Ola Bell bassist and vocalist Byron Isaacs. Byron Isaacs is a singer-songwriter who now tours and records with the Lumineers. My daughter's a big fan of the Lumineers, so that's good. I'm glad you're mentioning them. Fiona McBain, who played guitar and sang for Olabel, now splits her time between Brooklyn, New York, and Sydney, Australia. Crikey! She is a member of the band The Big Bright, whose songs have been featured on CBS's Criminal Minds and the show Charmed. Show me how you do that trick. The Big Bright includes singer Liz Tormez and Olabel's former keyboard player, Glenn Pacha. Since his Olabel days, Glenn has scored music for films, produced recordings for other musical acts, and recorded and performed with such notable artists as Levon Helm, Sheryl Crow, Roger Waters, Ryan Adams, and Willie Nelson. Yes, I understand that every life must end. Uh-huh. Tony Leone, Olabel's drummer, has played with such musical acts as the Chris Robinson Brotherhood, Donald Fagan, Bruce Springsteen, and the Allman Brothers Band. Jimmy Chivago, guitarist for Olabel, was a musician, producer, and composer. He died on November 8th in 2018 after a short illness. Amy Helm sang I Shall Be Released, and I looked up, and there were people crying. And I went, I'm done. That's it. This, you know, you, you can't top that. And Paul, as I was researching Ola Bell, I found a tribute to Jimmy online. In the tribute, it was written, Jimmy hated New York, and he hated the East Village. It's just that he hated every place else so much more. And I guess that's why he stayed in the East Village for most of his adult life. That's a tragic loss. It's a great quote. I heard that just about everyone on the Manhattan's east side knew Jimmy. So, back to Ola Bell and our dive bar. After the band's official formation, they hit the road with their unique fusion of gospel, traditional folk, blues, bluegrass, rock, and soul. The band was also featured on NPR's All Things Considered. This is All Things Considered from NPR News. I'm Robert Siegel. And I'm Michelle Norris. And this is Olabel. They also played the 2004 Newport Folk Festival. And joined Alison Krause's 2004 Great High Mountain Tour. Who's that riding? 
and all of this was enough to grab the attention of legendary music producer T-Bone Burnett, who produced their eponymous album, 2004's Olabel. The album consisted of reinterpretations of traditional gospel songs such as No More My Lord. Soul of a Man. And Jesus on the main line. Jesus on the main line. Tell them what you want. Which was written and recorded by Ry Cooter for his 1974 album Paradise and Lunch. I know Jesus is on that main line. Tell him what you want. In 2006, Elabelle released their follow up album, Riverside Battle Songs. On this album, they included a cover of High on a Mountain, a song written by Ola Bell Reed, which, as we all know, that's what they named their band after, was this recording artist. She was an Appalachian songwriter popular in the first half of the 20th century, and, of course, that is how they got their name. Oh, I wonder if you ever think of me Or if time's blotted out your Cherish what you always meant to me The album also features songs written by the band members themselves, such as Blue Northern Lights, Last Lullaby, and Northern Star, all of which prove the band's vocal and musical talents. After releasing their first couple of albums, they traveled extensively throughout the U.S. and in the ensuing years, they played at 2007's South by Southwest Festival and 2008's North Carolina Merle Fest. Because of their excellent live music shows, the band had amassed a treasure trove of recorded live performances, some of which were released on 2008's live album called Before This Time. The album included Olabel's excellent live performance of the Grateful Dead's Broke Down Palace. Gonna leave this broke down palace on my hands and my knees. I will Olabel's last album, as of this recording, was Neon Bluebird, released in 2011. The album consists of songs mostly written by the members of Olabel, such as the mellow but gorgeous Wait for the Sun. Wait for the sun. Wait for the sun. But it also includes a couple of covers, one of which is Lovin' in My Baby's Eyes by the late 20th century blues artist Taj Mahal. Look here, baby, now you know I can. Be the one to be your man Baby, now you know I do Anything in the world for you To see the loving in my baby's eyes Loving from my baby's eyes and Paul, that's late 20th century, not late Taj Mahal. Okay, I, I, I'm with you, I think. <laughs> Maybe we should play a snippet of Taj Mahal just so that we can introduce our listeners to him. We can do that. Baby, now you know I can be the one to be your man. Baby, now you know I know I do anything in the 
As bands go, Olabel's lifespan was short-lived. But the band's individual members are still sharing their talents throughout the music industry. Though this episode has been slightly different from our earlier episodes, we hope you've discovered some new music that you'll love, even though you may have missed it the first time through. Paul, in case some of our listeners want to check out Ola Bell, let's steer them to three of our favorite songs by the band, which are representative of their catalog. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Listeners, our three favorite songs by Ola Bell in descending order are... Hey, Paul, let's start with an honorable mention like we've done in our earlier episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I like the honorable mention. It's a way to get a fourth song in. So let's do an honorable mention and let's tell our listeners what we have for our honorable mention. Paul, we mentioned this song earlier in our episode, but our honorable mention song is Broke Down Palace. It's a song written by Robert Hunter. Robert Hunter was a non-performing lyricist for The Grateful Dead. All right, listeners, let's listen to a snippet of Ola Bell's version. Gonna leave this broke down palace on my hands and my knees. I will roll, roll, roll. Not enough O's and smooth to describe this. Okay, our number three rediscovery song by Ola Bell is High on a Mountain, which was Ola Bell's cover of their namesake's most famous song. Time's blotted out your memory As I listen to a breeze Flow gently through the trees I cherish what you always meant to me Now we're on to our number two favorite song. It was a traditional prison chant sung in the early 1900s. It was sung by prisoners as they worked off their sentences in slave-like conditions. The song is called, No More My Lord. You say it much better than I do, Alton. Let's let our listeners at least know the spelling is spelled L-A-W-D, but I do imagine it's a reference to L-O-R-D, am I correct? Indeed, indeed. This song was a field recording captured by Alan Lomax in 1947. It was recorded at the notorious Parchman Farm of the Mississippi State Penitentiary System. Lomax was an ethnomusicologist best known for his field recordings of folk music in the first half of the 20th century. It is said that the Parchman Farm Penitentiary was, quote, the closest thing to slavery that survived the Civil War, close quote. Though Ola Bell recorded many excellent old-time gospel and folk songs, our number one favorite song is a contemporary song written by the whole band. The song was released on their sophomore album, Riverside Battle Songs, and it's called Northern Star. Northern Star, 
That is smooth and mellow. Definitely at the top of my list, Paul. And I'm still holding out hope for an Olabel reunion album. And listeners, that was a Derringer Discoveries Rediscovery episode. We hope that you've enjoyed going on this adventure with us. Let us know. Alton, it's time to wrap it up. This is Paul. This is Alton. If you like what you hear, please follow our podcast, leave us a review, and be sure to tell others about Derringer Discoveries. Listeners, guess what? We are now on social media. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at our website, www.derringerdiscoveries.com. And don't forget to listen to this episode's playlist, Olabel, Rediscovery and Revival, only available on Spotify. Thank you for listening to Derringer Discoveries. In your sister's room. Listeners, thank you for sticking around for the post-episode bonus. Paul, today we have the privilege of introducing our listeners to a fantastic husband and wife duo from New Haven, Connecticut. Hi, this is Molly. Hi, I'm Evan, and we're Goodnight Moonshine. We thank you for listening to Derringer Discoveries. Down in the village, we were listening to a band. Just before the second chorus, you reached out for my head. That's right. Evan Pariser and Molly Venter make up the band Good Night Moonshine. Listeners, Paul and I got to interview Evan and Molly a couple of months ago, and we covered a wide range of topics. All our friends are here now. All our friends are here now. Molly Venter is a singer-songwriter with a powerful but nuanced voice that can easily transition between Americana, country, pop, and even some big band thrown in for good measure. In 2010, Molly joined the popular Americana vocal trio Red Molly. I was born underneath the willow tree. That is where I swore my love to thee. The band's name just happened to be a coincidence, I guess. Yeah. Eben Pariser is a passionate and talented guitarist and music producer, and a founding member of his own band, Roosevelt Dime. Oh, to be the moon in the sky. Oh, to be the moon in the sky. It wasn't long before Eben became the touring director for Red Molly. Oh, to be the moon in the sky. My wife hired me into her female folk trio. It wasn't my idea for the record. It was my bandmate's idea. The story about how they came together is rather amazing. When we met, we met at a Folk Alliance conference that was happening in Memphis, and I was there with a band called Red Molly. Evan was there with a band called Roosevelt Dime. Since then, Goodnight Moonshine's kind of taken... Taken the reins. Taken the reins. I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. In your gaze, in your smell, in your touch. The couple toured full time and learned to juggle life on the road with their four year old son. I think we were doing between 60 and 80 shows a year, so 60 to 80 shows a year is a lot.
Once the pandemic hit, Eben and Molly were forced to pivot and pivot hard. And it was very different to go to four live streams a year, <laughs> whatever it was. Just look around when I'm the only ones going crazy. And they focused on their shared venture that made musical and logistical sense for them. Good night, moonshine. Pandemic hit, there was no more shows to do. And I was able to take 100% of that focus and put it on myself and Molly as a duet with a newfound sense of confidence. During the pandemic, they not only adapted their musical life, but their family life as well. Yep. And they added twins to their family and converted one of their bedrooms into a combined nursery and recording studio. Right before we knew we were going to have the twins, we have a little house with three bedrooms. Evan was like, we got to turn that third bedroom into a studio. And I was like, don't you think we might could need that for some children? Uh, and, and he was like, no, no, we definitely need it as a studio instead. The pair gave us a glimpse into what it looks like to juggle family life with their musical life. And so I was waking up at 4, 4.30 every day trying to get it before the babies, and I would be like working the guitar for a couple hours. I used to sail Alton, let's let our listeners hear how Eben and Molly came up with their band name, Goodnight Moonshine. It was a funny little process of we were throwing ideas back and forth. Remember my love, first left the harbor, you were humming a song. Moonshine was there for a while. We sailed out farther. But it was like a little too on the nose, like jar of clear liquid moonshine. And then Goodnight Moon was floating around. It was always about the interplay of dark and light. That's pretty cool. Paul, let's share our favorite Goodnight Moonshine songs with our listeners. Listeners, our honorable mention is a song that caught our attention. You're going to recognize parts of the song. Definitely two parts are going to stand out. It's called Dark Side of the Rainbow. I mean, I was really into the whole Wizard of Oz with the dark side of things growing up. And honestly, I really don't think you have to be on drugs to enjoy it. Paul, tell our listeners what our number three favorite Goodnight Moonshine song is. Our number three favorite song by Goodnight Moonshine is Bowie. David Bowie died this week, reminding me that we died. It's talking about people who have passed away, and then it's talking about the transformation of I had recently had, like the old me is dead, this is a new me now. Wait a minute, didn't we just do a Bowie episode? We did, episode 24 was on Bowie, Bowie, Bowie everywhere, but... That's kind of what caught my attention about this song. It is a fantastic song, and it talks about when David Bowie died. David Bowie died this week, reminding me that we die. Our number two favorite song by Goodnight Moonshine is All Our Friends. Down in the village, we were listening to a band. Just before the second chorus, you reached out for my head. 
I really, really, really loved the lyrics to the song. To me, it's a wedding song. It sounds like you're bringing all your friends together to witness you getting married. But upon further listens and upon talking with Evan and Molly, I realized it actually could be used for any celebration. This song is a positive song about coming together and being with your friends. Yeah, it's a good song. And I wanted to find out if when you said really, 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 if it was because you had just said Bowie, Bowie, Bowie. I think I'm starting to get to the point where I think if really is not strong enough, I'll say it again. Same thing with Bowie. I'm hoping that our listeners will realize that when I say that, I really, really, really want you to check out the song. Paul, we've come to the part of this post-episode bonus that our fans have been waiting for. What is it that they've been waiting for? Have they been waiting for something special? Something really, really, really special. Could it be our number one favorite song by Goodnight Moonshine? I think that might be it. Yeah. Our number one favorite song by Goodnight Moonshine is Harder Than It Should Be. And it's harder than it should be Build a world for everybody And it's harder than it could be to make change It became about the idea of our aspirations and then how we actually act. Well, 1984, we are the world is on TV. Are better angels going to prevail? Are they not? We'll see. We'll just keep doing our part. I'm still falling short, but then I'm still coming back and just trying to be kind. We decided it was too hard to be kind. Derringer Discoveries wants to thank Goodnight Moonshine for sharing their time and talent with us and for giving us some insight into how musicians, and especially musicians with families, are navigating the pandemic. We hope you've enjoyed our post-episode bonus featuring Evan Pariser and Molly Venter of Goodnight Moonshine. Listeners, be sure to check out the show notes for this episode. The show notes are available on our website. You can do so by typing www.derringerdiscoveries.com. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you've enjoyed this music adventure. Please join us again soon for the next episode of Derringer Discoveries. As the sun set, so I never will stop dreaming.